Today on the Travel Guys. In the travel news, cruise ships won't return to Hawaii until sometime in 2022. And we have an international COVID update for those who are headed overseas. Next in the travel news. Marriott Hotels has made a small concession in the resort fee area. In our Smarter Traveler Update at 320, we explain what Marriott agreed to and how it might impact your hotel bill. And more importantly, how you shop for accommodations. Today is the day for our annual cooking show just before Thanksgiving. Penny Sylvia from Good Eats Happy Life joins us live at 335 to cook for you on the radio. Penny will be creating two dishes, two side dishes for your holiday table with us and telling you how you can join her cooking classes online. All that plus an update on Thanksgiving travel live today on the Travel Entertainment and Cooking Guys. On the road again Just can't wait to get on the road again To Alaska, I go north to Russia zone To the Travel and Entertainment Guys with Mark Hoffman and Tom Romano, the program you can set your clock by 3 o'clock every Sunday right here on this radio station. Also, by the way, uh, TravelGuysRadio.com. You can follow along and get links to our special guests, including Penny today in our cooking segment in the back half of the show. Uh, but it's great to see you. What a wonderful, beautiful Sunday uh, heading into uh, uh, Thanksgiving uh, week here, Mark. Uh, uh, generally speaking, I know that in the past, uh, sports leisure had some special Thanksgiving kind of things uh, mm-hmm. where you took people to, I think, up the hill somewhere, up into Jackson yeah, or something. We have, What's happening? We used to have a Thanksgiving uh, dinner thing we did up at the National Hotel in Jackson, but you know, COVID has kind of brought that down the last couple of years. I'll be real honest with you, as a, as a tour company, um, we have kind of avoided thanksgiving and christmas this year because we just felt like that it it could have been still impacted by covid remember you have to plan for these things six eight months in advance and if it wasn't impacted by covid there would be a lot of uncertainty and indeed that's sort of where we are so i will be taking a a small group of folks Um, we're taking the train to reno and uh, then hopping over uh, to virginia city for a day and we're going to spend christmas eve in virginia city and come home on Christmas Day after we have uh, dinner up in Reno. So we have a something where we don't have to deal with airports in any way, shape, or form. A little bit of Got traffic, it. but traveling mm-hmm. on Christmas Day itself is generally a good day to travel on the holiday itself because the traffic is, is much less that day. So we have kind of stayed away from the holidays, which is a little different for us because we're usually a holiday company, but um, just from an abundance of caution, you know, for for right now. Hopefully by next year everything will be back fine. Give me a thumbnail sketch of your trip to the uh the uh, National Tour Association convention there in uh uh in Cleveland. Cleveland. Well, I spent uh, 6 days in Cleveland 
here over the la- out of the last uh, eight or nine. Cleveland is a really clean city. Really clean. I mean, I was really impressed how clean it is. The people there are incredibly nice and incredibly friendly. And it's colder than hell in wintertime. So, you know, I mean, it's really way colder than that. Um, and so you got to be hardy to live in Cleveland or any of those other cities that are off the Great Lakes like that. Because, you know, the, the, the weather changes in just a matter of minutes from, oh, it's wonderful, I don't need a jacket, to the you know biggest storm of the century is on its way. And it'll be here in a matter of minutes. So, uh, But I, I really – I gave Cleveland good marks, although I spent a lot of my time – just tramping back and forth between the hotel and the and the convention center because when you're working at a convention, then that's what you do. So, anyways, it was it was a, it was a good time in Cleveland. Nothing nothing to write home about. Food was good there. Excellent. Well, at the top of every Travel Guys radio program, we bring you up to date on what's been going on in the travel news over the last week. And with that, here's Mark. Well, we got a couple of Hawaii items here to start with. Um, Hawaii says they will not open to cruise ships until sometime in 2022. Um, could be February or March. Already a couple of longer cruises have had to been had had to be canceled. But uh, Holland American, Norwegian, Princess Oceana, Carnival, all do cruises to the islands. So if you are planning on going there, the all clear has not been given yet on cruising. And here's another little quick story on Hawaii. They're they're having a little bit of a problem. Um, Folks who are moving to the islands and living out of their vans. And the problem with that is that they have to park these vans somewhere at night. And state parks and the like is where they've been kind of parking. But there are rules. Most state parks only allow tent camping. And they don't allow, you know, vagrants in vans and stuff like that. And it's becoming a little bit it, – It's the homeless isn't a big problem for, for them in Hawaii because, of course, you have to buy a $500 plane ticket to get there. Most homeless people can't afford that. Um, so – but what they're creating is kind of their own uh, really low income, and they're not very happy about it. So they're really cracking down on folks. So if you're thinking about going to the islands and bumming it – and uh, trying to get by for very little, expect to be harassed continuously by the authorities uh, over there. It reminds me of the '60s—a bunch of hippies in their uh, in their Volkswagen buses mm-hmm. and uh, all painted on the sides—and then go to the islands and just, you know, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to live here and live off the land. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the people in Hawaii, not so much. Uh, yeah. A woman who was sentenced to jail for walking on thermal features at Yellowstone, has had her sentence vacated. Uh, she's not going to have to spend four days in in jail, but she has been ordered to pay $2,040 in fines. She has to do community service and some other things. So the, 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 sentence, the jail sentence was vacated. They felt that was too harsh. Anybody who goes to a national park and pulls that BS... Um, I say just push them in. Let the let the thermal features at Yellowstone just have a have a, have a, a new something to work on there. I mean, now now for those for a thermal feature is that where the warm water bubbles up from underneath go. the ground? Yeah, and people yeah. are wading out into it uh, like they're going to have a hot tub or something. Well, they're walking around the edges of it in many cases, mm-hmm. and those edges are really very delicate environmental areas. And what you're doing is, you know, you're 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 not only risking the situation for yourself, but you're ruining it for other people. 
And right. so it's a really self-centered sort of thing. If you go to a national park, it's it's like uh, take only your memories, leave only your footprints type of thing. Anyways, um, I can't say that I would have, if I'd have been the judge, she would have gotten out of the jail uh, time with me. New York City is going to allow thousands to join in the Times Square New Year's Eve celebration if you have proof of vaccination. Um, they are going to allow a large number, it says, of people back into Times Square. Perhaps not the full crowd that they've had in the past, but at least close to it. Um, you have to have you have to be fully vaccinated, or if you are attending with a disability and you cannot be vaccinated, you must show proof of a negative PCR test within 72 hours. Only people who are disabled will have that option. Hearst Castle in California continues to be closed. They're doing some work on the roadway that goes up to the castle. If you're familiar with it, you know the castle sits up on a hill in San Simeon. And uh, up above the ocean there, so the castle remains closed. They are working on some access roads, which literally over time had started to slide down the hill. So hopefully sometime in the spring that will be reopened. San Francisco has announced their International Film Festival will be held April the 21st to May the 1st of this year. We hope to have a guest on before too long to talk about that. And at Sacramento Airport this morning, I am told that security lines were long but manageable, about 15 minutes at their peak. So that's good because today was hypothetically the busiest travel day of the year. Parking lots filling up out there, still some space and everything, but know that you will have to walk a long ways if you are departing in the next couple of days and take a shuttle bus. So remember our old thing about allowing extra time at the airport. Sacramento saw more than a million passengers, a record for October last month, 1,001,487 people went through uh, Sacramento International Airport, an all-time record for the month of October. A couple of other quick things here. Uh, COVID travel map. If you go to TravelGuysRadio.com, we have a link there. If you are headed overseas or anywhere off the continent and you want to know what the situation is in the country that you are going to, that map is updated on a very regular daily basis travelguysradio.com look on the list there and click on the COVID travel map and it will give you some of the information I'm about to share with you Um, Austria as we mentioned uh, is has already shut down 20-day COVID lockdown Germany has not shut down yet but that is could happen any day so if you are headed overseas in the next 60 days I really recommend that you keep an eye on things. Um, Some things that look like they were going in a very positive direction are not over there now. The challenge with this is that the European shutdowns are a little bit more thorough by country in some cases than we have here. So you could get over there and find out that, gee, you know, now you can't leave your hotel for the entire length of your stay. Or the restaurants are only open until 5 o'clock in the afternoon and you have to eat outside and it's winter time. So if you have been one of those folks who uh, was optimistic and set up some travel, be very careful um, as as payment dates come up and stuff like that. If it's something where you've got some wiggle room, why you may want to take a look at that. The CDC has put three popular European countries on very high risk alert. Iceland, the Czech Republic and Hungary have all been placed on 
very high risk alert. That's the reason for that is because they are coming back with more than 500 positive cases of COVID for every 100,000 residents. 500 is a very, very high number. So those three countries currently are dealing with that. Um, the Netherlands are also way up, uh, Cayman, Cayman Islands, if you are headed there for the holidays. So there are some folks, some places that really, you really need to rethink about going to, um, some of the safest places for the holiday season. Yes, there's a list of those too at travelguysradio.com. So stay here in the U.S. would be my wisdom. Um, get yourself boosted. Stay out of huge crowds, and, uh, and and I think things will be all right. Anyway, that is your travel news for today. And at the top of every Travel Guys radio program is where you get the travel news. So if you tuned in in the middle of it, go to TravelGuysRadio.com. Links to most of the stories can be found there. Marriott Hotel, small concession in regard to resort fees. Mark's going to share that information with us and give us more important information on shopping for accommodations in our Smarter Traveler segment. That comes up next here on the Travel Guys. When it comes to travel tips and information to make you a smarter traveler, whether you're traveling for pleasure or business, this uh, should be the radio program you listen to. We are the Travel and Entertainment Guys, brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations. And uh, the president and founder, Mark Hoffman, is uh, with me here on this very radio show. Uh, and, and he's here every week, so you won't have to just put up with uh, with me. <laughs> we are today. We are the travel, entertainment, and cooking guys. I know we did this uh, some time back, uh, and it's yes, going to be did. exciting. Penny Sylvia uh, with uh, Good Eats Happy Life joins us. She's got an interesting story to tell about how she got into this, and uh, we're going to cook up a couple of side dishes here uh, for the holidays uh, between twelve thirty. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, 3.35 and 4 o'clock, uh, you can follow along, and we'll tell you how you can uh, get the recipe, and uh, uh, if you're interested in her classes and all, we'll explain that, too. Okay, Mark, uh, I'm, I'm going to be traveling here, thinking mm-hmm. about trying to avoid some resort fees and so mm-hmm. forth. Uh, first of all, tell me, what, what accommodations, what concessions, should I say, in resort fees am I hearing that Marriott Hotels are, uh, are doing? Well, it's a tiny, tiny, tiny concession, and our our friend Joe Brancatelli from back east, uh, and I'll try to get Joe on with us because he says it's it's no concession at all. But I disagree with Joe just a little bit because I I think it is they've they've made a little bit of a promise here. Here's what happens when you go and you book a hotel room: you go on just about any website, and you're going to see the price of the hotel room. And then you're going to say, yeah, you, you're going to look up the date and you're going to look up the types of rooms that are available and you're going to pick out whichever one you want. And then you're going to proceed with with consummating the reservation. And at some point along the way, the total price of the reservation is going to come up, perhaps just before you press book or perhaps after you press book. Oh, but, no. But in that in there is going to be the tax rate for included in the room for whatever the right. local area is and any additional fees or charges that uh, might be associated with the bill. That's when the resort fee comes up, oftentimes after folks have already agreed 
to book the room or when they're right on the verge of booking the room. So what the hotel is counting on is that you're ready to book the $189 hotel room and that the $20 resort fee at the last minute will not dissuade you from booking it. What those of us in the travel industry and and who are in favor of consumer fairness would like to see happen is when you go to the hotel site and you pick out the type of room that you want and the date that you want and it comes up and says the room is available, it now says this room is $189 and the taxes are $16.12 and there's a $20 resort fee. Therefore, the total cost of this room is X. Mm-hmm. And making it a lot easier for consumers to the, the the theory is that on the first or at the worst, the second screen, the entire price of the room should be revealed. And, of course, the hotel doesn't want to do that because this money is all basically goes right cha-ching into their pockets. And they're intentionally trying to deceive you and not let you know that it's there. And then in most cases, this resort fee is for things like, oh, printed newspapers and Wi-Fi and 20% off the bicycle rental. And you can put your feet in the pool anytime you want to. I mean, it's, it's dumb stuff that in many cases has no value. So what, uh, what am I going to see that's different with Marriott in regards to their accommodations? Aha. Uh-huh. After all this rambling, you actually want the po- me to get to the point here. Get um, to the point. <laughs> Marriott agreed in a, uh, a lawsuit brought by the Pennsylvania Attorney General. Now, keeping in mind, there are two other lawsuits out here, one in Nebraska and one in the District of Columbia that are still pending about resort fees. But in this one, Marriott agreed to include mandatory resort fees in the room rate, is what the press release says. That's the headline. But when you read into the headline a little bit, you see that, well, kind of, sort of, Marriott says we want to be incredibly transparent and all this blah, 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 BS. Um, and which wouldn't just be Marriott, it would be any hotel chain. And so hypothetically, they have agreed that at some point along that booking process that you're going to see the entire room rate. You may not see it on the, uh, on the very first screen, mm-hmm. but Marriott is committed to implementing a transparent system for disclosure of mandatory fees, including resort fees, as part of the total price of a hotel stay, theoretically making it easier for consumers to compare prices across multiple hotels. That's uh, corporate speak, of course, and it, there's a lot more corporate speak here. But hypothetically, Marriott has said, we're going to do better at revealing these fees. You can read through the settlement I did. It's 22 pages. It's mostly legalese. I had a hard time understanding it. It doesn't really commit Marriott to anything besides doing a better job of disclosing the fees. What a better job of disclosing the fees is, is kind of up to interpretation. And so I guess we'll either find out that Marriott are people of their word, and they're going to be honest about this, or they're still going to try to do some shenanigans, and then we'll find out if the Pennsylvania uh, uh, Attorney General has Attorneys General has any plan of, of coming back on them. But anyway, that's that's the hope is that maybe, just maybe, we might have turned the corner here in getting a little bit of progress. So if all of the states don't cave in on these guys and, and stick to it, why maybe maybe Marriott will be forced to abide by something that i mean if you went to the grocery store 
and you you bought a package of hamburger, and you had to wait until you got up to the the cashier, and they said, oh, you know, that type of hamburger carries a a ten dollar extra fee on it, and you would think, well, why the hell didn't you tell me that back there at the meat counter? I would have picked a different kind of hamburger. So that's sort of what this comes down to is that the resort fees are a pile on by the hotels, and so we're trying as consumers we're trying to get rid of them. All right. Well, then, shopping for accommodations here for the near future and forward. Uh, what uh, what advice do you have? Well, my advice is is to look at the Marriott websites and just see as you're shopping for Marriott, uh, particularly if you're going in a re- resort area, does that resort fee show up or whatever it is, destination fee, amenity fee? They've got a lot of creative words for it, but let's see when it shows up. Does it show up when you first make your selection of the hotel and the date and the room? And the price of the room has been defined. Therefore, the total price of the accommodation should be defined. Are they still playing some games? One other thing I want to really quickly here throw in, Tom, before we get to the bottom of the hour, um, and that is that um, if you're headed to Europe, um, please make sure there are, you know, your passports have been setting for a year and a half, two years. Please make sure that the dates are correct and that you've got enough time to be able to get back. Um, I'm reading a lot of stories about people who are heading out and aren't checking to make sure that a visa that they got a few months ago, that it hasn't already expired or that their passport isn't expiring. So just be extra careful on that stuff. And really, if you're going overseas, do your homework. Do your homework constantly before you depart to make sure that somebody hasn't thrown a wrench that will mess up your plans. We are the Travel Entertainment, and today, the cooking guys, as Penny Sylvia from Good Eats Happy Life joins us live here to cook on the radio. This is going to be a lot of fun. And oh, by the way, in regards to fees, the Travel Guys radio show charges no listener fees. Okay, so so don't don't send us any money. <laughs> All right, we're going to do the news next, and then Penny joins us with uh, some good life, good eats, happy life cooking next. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Travel and Entertainment and Cooking Guys. Here on the radio, I'm Tom Romano along with Mark Hoffman, and today, Penny Sylvia uh, with with Good Eats, Happy Life. It's uh, great to have her back. Uh, by the way, you can find links to Penny and all that we talk about at TravelGuysRadio.com. Penny is with us today to give us a couple of great side dishes for Thanksgiving. We did this for the first time just about a year ago. And Paulette Bruce joined us for our first cooking show. And unfortunately, uh, Paulette, um, had a, a medic of serious illness and passed away uh, before we could set up a return for her to come. And Penny has taken up the uh, the mantle here and uh, will be is going to be cooking for us today. And I hope maybe uh, in the future. Penny, welcome to the Travel Guys. Thank you, guys. It's such an honor. It's such an honor to be with you guys and to um, continue Paulette's legacy. I used to do her technical stuff on the back end so um i learned a lot over the years from her and so it's amazing to get to um cook with you and to continue her legacy of making people confident cooks in the kitchen before you get started folks uh, this is of course all theater of the mind because there's nowhere you can go to see 
Kenny Inner Kitchen. Tom and I are on a Zoom connection so that we can see um, what Penny is doing. And she's got all kinds of bowls and ingredients and stuff in front of her here. And we decided that we would try to come up with a couple of not so traditional things that maybe you could put on the table at Thanksgiving or Christmas that might be a little bit healthy, heaven forbid, with all of the mashed potatoes and gravy and all of those yummy things that are there. So, Penny, I'm going to step out of the way here, and uh, Tom and I will will come in whenever we think and let you tell folks uh, what you're about to cook for us here. Awesome. So, um, yeah, the holiday time, um, this time of year, your, your stove top demands – uh, so much more than any other time. So I thought I would share two recipes that were quick, easy, healthy for the most part, and a little non-traditional and that your guests, people who are coming by could maybe even help you with. Or if you get that call, hey, I'm coming by, I'm in town because I'm visiting mom and dad. Can I swing by your house? Uh, you could say yes and serve them something real quick. So the first recipe I wanted to do um, is actually a Paulette recipe is roasted red bell pepper artichoke tapenade on crostini. So the thinking behind this is um, crostini is toasted bread. So you would just take a baguette, which is, you know, you see them in the grocery store. They're long and skinny um, and you would uh, slice it up, put some olive oil, salt and pepper bake it in the oven. And you can do that a day or two ahead of time because you're basically just making toast and it, it lasts a long time. So that will save you in your kitchen time from your oven. If you are doing Thanksgiving and having people over. Um, so now to the, to making the actual tapenade, it's incredibly easy. You just use your food processor. If you don't have a food processor, you would use a blender, but you want to do things nice and um, minced, not a puree. It would make an amazing sauce, what we're going to make here, but it's going to be a topping. So we're not going to do that. So fine. <laughs> um, so the first thing that we're going to put in is roasted red bell peppers. They're in a jar. Um, they're delicious. And you're going to put about seven ounces in, which is in the most, in most grocery stores, it's about a small jar. So when you're shopping, um, so just keep your eye on that. I have a really big jar, which you can't see, but um, you can get them in all kinds of sizes. Now, Penny, I was noticing it looks looks to me like you got uh, you got uh, are these pickled? Uh, they, they're they're jarred. Um, they're roasted. Roasted bell yeah. peppers come in yeah. a jar. Now you, a jar. you would prefer those. You're not going to be you know getting fresh bell peppers off the shelf to do this. No, because this is all about making it quick and easy for you. You could roast these yourself, but man, that takes a lot of time and we want to make it nice and easy for you. Okay. So then uh, we're going to add a small jar, glass jar of marinated artichoke hearts, and we're going to drain them and just put them in our food processor. Mm -hmm. Super easy. Yeah. Jumped right into our the food processor. <laughs> I jumped right in and then we're going to add, you're making your life easy. So we're going to add um, a half a cup of already grated Parmesan cheese. There you go. And yeah. And then um, four garlic cloves that I took the skins off. Um, put that in our food processor. Mm -hmm. Then 
another easy jar. <laughs> it's all it's going to be a fourth of a cup of capers. Okay, oh, we so all we're love gonna, capers. Oh, add that a little too. bit of kick, a little bit of spice, a little bit of a little saltiness too. We should, yes. We, folks, also Tom and Penny, that if you go to travelguysradio.com on the home, or if you on the description of today's show, it will take you to a page and the recipes for both of the dishes that Penny is cooking for us um, are listed right there for you. So go to travelguysradio.com, click on the description for today's show, and it will take you to a page where you can see the recipes completely and you can print them out from there if you like. Yes. All right. You were using a press there uh, while Mark was talking. Uh, Penny, uh, what were you what were you pressing? Yeah, so I am I am squeezing out two tablespoons of lemon juice into our food processor. Okay, you're using uh, the, the press there for your for your lemon. How much did you say? A tablespoon to two tablespoons. Got it. And then I'm going to put in now flat leaf parsley, about a half a cup. You don't want that curly stuff. It just doesn't taste right. No, 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 no flat leaf parsley. You got to have the curly leaf parsley. No, the other way around. The other way. <laughs> flat, flat, flat leaf parsley. I didn't, Mark, I didn't even know there was, there was different kinds. <laughs> I didn't either. Now I'm just going to add some salt and pepper because it's, it's just like using your manners. You can't cook without salt and pepper. So now you I see you're using, you're using the, the grinder, uh, you know, for the salt and pepper. Uh, do you find that using, you know, fresh ground pepper and salt really is a discernible taste difference? Yes. If you can always use fresh with herbs, with uh, pepper, almost any ingredient, if you can use fresh, Use fresh. All is right. That Chard- is that Chardonnay in your hand there? Is that? <laughs> I wish that would make it a little tasty, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe without maybe some of the Chardonnay uh, lemon with Chardonnay. Okay. <laughs> so I've got that? some olive oil in here. Olive oil. Okay, I thought that might be what it is. Going to add some <laughs> olive oil into it, and it looks like you you shut the blender. It looks like you're going to be making some noise here pretty soon. I am. I'm going to pulse about four times. Okay. So here we go. Maybe a little more, maybe six or eight. I don't want it to be um, pureed. Like we said in the beginning, we just want it chopped and guess what? That's it. We just, we just made our first. So I'm going to show you done. Um, Yes. And and it's amazing. It's delicious. It's so good on um, Christini. Obviously that's what we made it for. But let's say after you made a big turkey and you want to have sandwiches, um, it is amazing as a, like, spread. Oh, wow. Yeah, I could see that. Yes. So let me show you here real quick. And now you can, I'll describe it. It is um, chopped up with, you got all those good colors in there. Um, It's just delicious. The red, the green the the um yeah nice consistency it's not it's not too wet it's not too dry looks like uh, it would spoon on to the uh the little chunks of uh toasted bread quite exactly. easily super easy to eat and munch on for those of you who are just joining us you're listening to the travel guys today where we've gotten just a little bit away from travel when you travel we all love to eat 
And so last year we started doing an annual cooking show. So Penny Sylvia from Good Eats Happy Life is here with us today and is cooking a couple of Thanksgiving side dishes for us. So that brings you up to date right now. We're just finishing up the first dish. And, and so if you've just joined us, you're, we're just about at the halfway mark. There you go. And, and yes, and Penny offers uh, cooking classes online. Uh, oh. At the end of the program, we'll, we'll give you more information on that. And uh, I think there may even be a coupon or a discount for our sports leisure vacation travel guys listeners today. So stick around for that. Okay, Penny, where are we here now? You you spooned it onto the onto the bread. Are we done, or does that go in the oven or something? We're done. We can That's actually it. try it now. Yeah. Oh, oh now we're going to try it. And you're not bringing I... in the, not bringing in your Boston Bulls for this. <laughs> okay, Penny. Since Mark and I aren't there, and we don't yeah. have any special tasters, tell us how that turned out. Mm, I can. I, I I heard the crunch. Yeah, it's so good. The lemon in it is really mm. makes it fresh, and the capers, a little peppery, and, and nothing is too overpowering. Just so hold that up to the hold that up to the radio there, if you would, uh, Penny. <laughs> Just oh, so I can. Oh yeah, I can at least get up over the radio. I can't really try it, but ooh, that's kind of, that that's really odiferous. There you go. You heard yeah. smell of vision. They they worked on that on radio <laughs> on TV. We, Radio, it kind of works too. Excellent, <laughs> excellent, uh, very good. You know, in regards to the uh, the baguette that uh, that you bought and you cut and then you 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 baked uh, in the oven, I've seen in stores bags of uh, of baguettes that are already already sliced and already toasted. What would you say to using those versus toasting your own? I would say that is an amazing hack to making your life easier. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Thomas, we're about at the halfway point here. Maybe we should take a break and come back and Penny can uh, show us what else she's got. There you go. Let's do that, my friends. We are the uh, travel guys, Mark and Tom, and our special cook guest is Penny Sylvia. We'll take a short time out and be back with more Cooking with Penny and Good Eats, Happy Life. Stick around. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Travel and Entertainment. And today, the Cooking Guys here on KFBK. By the way, TravelGuysRadio.com links to our special guests, including Penny and her uh, her cooking classes. All right. When we left Penny last, she had just finished up with the first of two little side dishes that, uh, that you can do for Thanksgiving. Penny, moving on to the second one, what do you have for us? Yeah, so the second recipe we're going to do is a fresh mushroom salad with lemon, Parmesan, Yarsborough cheese, and um, parsley. And it's light, fresh, an alternative, right? We're not, it's not a green salad. And um, it's delicious. So we're going to uh, whip it up real quick. The first time I had this salad uh, or a version of it was actually... I must have been in my early teens and I had it at Pear Gary's um, and I thought mushroom salad, that's disgusting, mm. but it's mm-hmm. delicious. <laughs> so I'm just going to start making the dressing, which is about a half a cup of lemon juice. So I'm using my squeezer, lemon squeezer to get that into a bowl. And man, 
the lemons are so good this time of year. I'm like, this is it. This is the time that uh, yeah. the lemon, lemon harvest time. Can't get enough of them. They're so tasty. I find that this time of year, I make all kinds of things with lemon stuff. And again, if you, um, you know, if you, for the quantity that you're after there, uh, significantly better taste in, in the final outcome than, than buying uh, pre-packaged, pre-bottled uh, lemon juice. Oh yeah. No, uh, yes, yes, yes. Fresh always. <laughs> okay. Hey, while you're, while you're progressing on the second recipe here, um, let's just talk a little bit about the, about your cooking classes. Um, they are held how often? So uh, I have a monthly membership of cooking classes that's held weekly. So each week you get um, a new recipe. So every month you get about five to seven recipes because I always throw in bonus recipes. Um, you get a shopping list, an ingredient list, um, a equipment list, and then you also get um, a video. So everything's videoed so you can see exactly how to do things. I can hear you great whisking and what's going on there. Yes. So I've added to the lemon juice about um, a third a cup of olive oil salt and pepper. So I basically just made a very light, simple vinaigrette. Now I'm going to add in about a third a cup of fresh leaf parsley. And then I've sliced very thinly my mushrooms, white button mushrooms, any kind of mushroom you really like, actually. Um, And make sure you actually Get the whole mushrooms, not the sliced mushrooms. The pre-sliced mushrooms are a little thick. You know, they're not as thin. Yeah, what's what's um, that? What's up with that? I remember that the stores used to uh, give you uh, the option of a thin or a thick sliced. And then one day I went in and the no more thin sliced uh, mushrooms. If you want them thin sliced, you got to buy them in bulk and, and cut them up yourself. Uh, I don't know what the thinking was. Uh, Apparently, uh, more people wanted thick ones than thin ones, I guess. What do you think, Penny? I think they probably go bad quicker in the uh, fridge if they're thin. I don't know. That's my theory. Quick question about mushrooms and safety. Uh, There's a lot of controversy as to how long a mushroom will last. Uh, uh, One of the things that I read, and and what do you think of this, is that don't wash the mushrooms before you're going to use them. And if you're not using them all, don't wash them all uh, because they'll go bad quicker after they've been washed. So if you're using a half a package, wash the half a package, use it, let the rest remain in your refrigerator until you're ready to use it. Is there any, you got anything on that? Yes. I think exactly what you said is true. Um, I do wash my mushrooms when I'm going to use them, just because I don't like the dirt or the grit. And then I, you know, wipe them off, but always only the amount that I'm going to use. Um, Because they do, they go bad really quick. And if I'm going to, let's say I'm going to make something on Wednesday, but my shopping day is on Sunday, I won't get my mushrooms, then I'll make a special trip to get just the mushrooms the day before I make it. You're listening. Travel Guys radio show. This is our cooking, our annual cooking show here the week before Thanksgiving. Penny Sylvia is our guest. She's fixing fixing a couple of side dishes for us that you can use on your Thanksgiving table. It is indeed theater of the mind. It's cooking on the radio.
back to Penny. So that's it. We did it. We just, I mixed up some cheese. I sprinkled some Parmesan and some Yarsborough. I always say it wrong. Cheese. And, and we're ready. We can taste it. It looks fresh. Um, it's bright with the lemon juice. And so let's, it won't make the crunch like the crostini, but let's try it. There you go. You, you I guess. The, the menus for today, the menus, the recipes for today's dishes, go to travelguysradio.com. And on the homepage there, just click on the description of today's show. It will quickly take you to a bigger description show where you'll see the recipes for the two dishes that Penny has prepared for us. Penny, uh, how's it taste? It's, del- it's delicious, oh, <laughs> if I don't say so myself. <laughs> I, I, your bottom line, I guess, here again, you, you got to like mushrooms or this isn't for you. But if you do, it, it looks outstanding. Penny, uh, you have your cooking classes. Uh, I understand that you have a little, uh, a little offer for our Travel Guys uh, radio listeners. Yeah, so anyone who wants to sign up, they can use the code. They go to Good Eats Cooking Class, Good Eats Happy Life.com, and they'd enter in the code TravelGuys10, and you'll get $10 off uh, the first month. Got it. TravelGuys10. And uh, here again, you'll find the link to that website at TravelGuysRadio.com. Uh, well, all right. And uh, cost this- of the month without the discount. Oh, if you didn't do a discount, normally the classes are $29 a month. Okay. So that's about $7 a week, roughly? Yeah, yeah. And my thinking and Paulette's thinking was always about the price of a good cookbook. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that. I like that a lot. Well, Penny, thank you so much for at least Tom and I can see you, can see you live. Our listeners can hear you live for helping us create a couple of wonderful, give us the titles again of the two dishes. Uh, yes. So the mushroom is fresh mushroom salad with lemon, Parmesan, Yarsborough cheese and parsley, and then roasted pepper and artichoke tapenade on crostini. I love the tapenade. You will <laughs> a bejesus out of all of your guests just by putting things like this on the table. They will say, where did you get the recipe for this? <laughs> and you'll be able to tell them, well, it's at <laughs> TravelGuysRadio.com. Thank you, Penny. And if you have an interest in Penny's cooking classes, again, you can go to our website. There's a $10 discount for, the, uh, for your first month. GoodEatsHappyLife.com. $10 off if you are a Travel Guys listener. Thank you, Penny. We'll check back in with you in the springtime, huh? Thank you, guys. It's such an honor. Outstanding. Well, it looks like we're uh, running towards the end of the Travel Guys show for today. Mark, any uh, any final things you want to get in before we run out of time? Well, yeah, we mentioned that today is traditionally the busiest travel day of the entire year, the Sunday before Thanksgiving. Traditionally, the second busiest day of the entire travel year is the Sunday after Thanksgiving. So that's when we'll be on the air next week. I'm going to try to get our TSA buddies here from Sacramento to join us next week and talk a little bit about what they saw over the Thanksgiving weekend and give us some tips for anything that we should know to help us get through TSA a little easier and a little quicker as uh, for folks who have holiday plans in, in December and over the New Year's holiday. All right. Friends, thanks so much for joining us. We'll be back next week to make you a smarter traveler. 
spend some time together, have some fun, okay? In the meantime, you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, no matter what kind of, a, of a, an arrangement you have for your Thanksgiving, best to you and your loved ones. Uh, stay well, my friends. Mark, final word. Remember to dance like nobody's watching.